1: Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis-St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio.
3: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Louisiana has a new governor-elect. Attorney
4: General Jeff Landry fended off a crowded field of candidates Saturday to earn the job. The Republican, who's backed by former President Trump, avoided a runoff by receiving more than 50 percent of the votes, winning the election outright. Landry will replace current Governor John Bell Edwards, who was unable to seek re-election due to consecutive term limits. Edwards is the only Democrat governor in the Deep South. Ron DeRockstra reporting.
3: Hundreds of thousands of Gaza residents trying to get out ahead of an Israeli invasion. The word is that Israel is holding off a little longer to make sure they all do get out, although many are being told to stay put by Hamas. That Muslim terror organization carried out a murderous attack on Israel a week ago that's prompted the preparations for the invasion. 1,300 people killed. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt
1: says, don't be fooled. The second anniversary of the fall of Kabul to the Taliban.
0: And of course, we've been lied to for two years about what happened there and and the Biden catastrophic collapse. They had to lie, so they lied throughout. Oh, we're
1: not going to leave any Americans behind. They left thousands of Americans behind. They lied, lied, lied. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot,
3: Intelligent Radio join andrew parker on the victory hour today at 4 p.m here on the patriot his special guest is israel Consul general to the midwest cohen they'll discuss the war on terrorism in israel and so much more that's today at 4 p.m here on a.m 1280 the patriot from the genovations regen weather center today's high mid 50s sunshine for the afternoon hours tonight's low 40 tomorrow for your monday mostly sunny high the mid 50s it's a.m 1280 the patriot
1: The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
2: Stand by for the Northern Alliance radio network. And go launch sequence. Engineering? Go flight. Master control? Go flight. Studio engineer? Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoffs.
4: You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Well, folks, uh, obviously, if you've paid any attention at all to the happenings around our world the past week plus, you've undoubtedly heard of the uh, horrifying accounts that are taking place uh, in Israel. It was a week ago yesterday that uh, Hamas, terror organization Hamas uh, committed uh, terrible atrocities within that country. The allegations are they have been backed by Iran, and obviously Iran has been very outspoken in Literally wiping Israel off the map, so a lot of concerns surrounding the goings on there very fluid situation, so uh, we want to uh right away welcome to the broadcast our first guest, Enam Cohen. He is the Council General of Israel to the Midwest and he is a career diplomat with sixteen years of experience in Israeli Ministry of Foreign Affairs uh, Mr. Cohen obviously has been in great demand given uh well obviously given his role and given the fact that he was born in Israel and obviously still has family members in the region and has been gracious enough to join us on relatively short notice uh, this afternoon. Uh, Inam Cohen, welcome to the broadcast today, sir.
5: Good afternoon. Thank you.
4: So I guess we'll uh, start right up front, sir. Like I indicated, it is a, a very fluid situation, starting with the Hamas uh, terror attack that took place a week ago. Yesterday, uh, since then, uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has flat-out declared it is all-out war. So as of right now, uh, what is the latest in
5: this uh, particular operation? Thank you, Brad. As you mentioned, today is uh, one week since the biggest terror attack in the history of the State of Israel that took the life of more than 1,400 people, the vast majority of them civilian, Um, babies, mothers, elderly people that entire families that were slaughtered, you know, together in their homes. So um, this is what we're talking about. You know, some people say, and that's true, that it is the biggest slaughter of Jews since the Holocaust. In one morning, 1,400 people. Right now, the major goal of the state of Israel is to make sure that such atrocities would never happen again. And that means that we are aiming to uh, totally eradicate the leadership of the terrorist organization Hamas in the Gaza Strip. This is an a, a, this is an organization that is guided by a really um, twisted, radical, murderous Islamic ideology that calls for the destruction of the state of Israel and to kill as many Jews as as possible. And that's exactly what they were trying to do last week. So we're probably, not probably, we're on the verge of a military operation that would, you know, we will take any measure that is necessary to make sure that um, the heads of Hamas are um, not with us anymore.
4: Why, if you could, for the benefit of our listeners, maybe kind of give a breakdown of the history of Hamas. Obviously, we've heard of a lot of different uh, terrorist factions that that have, partic- have obviously been very hostile to Israel and Hamas being just the latest. Could you maybe, Mr. Cohen, give us kind of a history of, of how they got started and how this uh, faction continues to rage on today?
5: Absolutely. Hamas is an, a Palestinian Islamist organization. Islamists means that they are guided by a radical Islam ideology that um do not accept the existence of the Jewish state they want to eradicate the Jewish state they um are you know their their major goal is uh doing the jihad the holy war against the jews against the west in general and they were, they were, you know, as you mentioned, another terrorist organization, but what happened is the following. In 2005, Israel decided to leave the Gaza Strip, Israel, Israel disengaged from the Gaza Strip, uh, with the hope that the Palestinians would be able to, you know, to rule and to prosper and to build better lives for their children. But what happened is just a few months after we left, Hamas, this terrorist organization, took over the Gaza Strip, and now it's been controlling this territory for more than 18 years, which means that this is a territory that is controlled by a terrorist organization. And this is the situation, and this is exactly what we're fighting right now.
4: Now, you— Mr. Cohen, if you'd be so kind, I don't know if this is an urban myth or if maybe there is some truth to this. Now, I had read an account, and again, you could certainly dispel this if this is not the case, because I'm just asking questions I honestly don't know. Uh, I had read an account where Hamas actually was, how do I say this, kind of a faction or uh, kind of rose up under the Israeli government. And what I mean by that is it was propped up as kind of a, a radical alternative to the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the idea being if these two go at each other, uh, divide and conquer, and that was kind of the hope, and unfortunately it rose up to what it is today. Is there any truth to that at all, Mr. Cohen? No,
5: please. I mean, maybe what we should have done before is to really go all out against Hamas, you know, because for 18 years they've been attacking our civilians, launching missiles towards Israel, Um, and, you know, Because of the fact that we we didn't go all in into the Gaza Strip really Mm -hmm. to eradicate this threat, some people very viciously misinterpreted that as if we, um, you know, as if we support them. I mean, this is a murderous terrorist organization that is aiming to kill Jews. So our goal right now is to eradicate the leadership and their ability to do what they aspire to do.
4: Okay. Well, I appreciate you, uh, obviously, Claire providing that uh, order of clarification i did want to obviously ask and this is something that has been brought up quite a bit since these attacks had taken place because of the precision of these attacks and and the way they carry these out i mean literally going door to door murdering civilians it was very intentional what they were doing there were a lot of questions specifically is how could have how could basic government intelligence have missed something like this? Because this seemed to have been a long time in planning. And as you well know, uh, jihadists, whether it's Hamas or Al Qaeda, ISIS, Hezbollah, whomever, uh, they're very big on committing atrocities on anniversaries. And of course, as you well know, recently the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War. So the basic question is: How did intelligence? How did how was this missed?
5: This is the most important question. It is a major issue. It is clear that our, you know, institutions have failed, our intelligence have failed in identifying this attack. Um, This is something that we will have to really thoroughly investigate, but not now, Mm -hmm. only when we finish, you know, to make sure that our communities in the south, that our citizens are safe. So this is a top priority right now. But it is true. Absolutely. There is no doubt. And we have found now enough intelligence to prove that this attack was planned for months, not only by Hamas. They, there are fingerprints of Iran all over the place, all over the region. Iran has been financing, inspiring, supporting, training Hamas and the Islamic Jihad for many years. We know that both terrorists of both Hamas and Islamic Jihad were trained on Iranian soil. Iran has constantly trying to smuggle technology and um, advanced weapons to the Gaza Strip. So this is something that for sure has been planned for a long time with inspiration, financing and support of Iran. And about the intelligence, it was a big failure and we will have to investigate it.
4: This seems to have been a a story as old as time, and what I'm referring to is whenever Israel is attacked, and obviously there hasn't been an attack on this scale ever as you as you alluded to Mr Cohen, but whenever Israel is attacked by any of these factions, you know Israel has responded, and perhaps it hasn't been as some have dubbed it well that's that's not a very proportional response. There was only just a handful of atrocities. I'm talking about prior ones prior to this past weekend. And all of a sudden, people are like, "Well, wow, that was a non-proportional response." And the solution seems pretty simple to me. Well, then, don't attack Israel. So it has to be disturbing <laughs> to you, Mr. Cohen, when this—the worst attack in Israel's long history—took place. The uh, more uh, atrocities not seen s- uh, since the Holocaust. That all of a sudden, people are coming out and say, "Well, well, we need to de-escalate. We need to, There need, There needs to be a ceasefire." It's like de-escalate. Israel was the victim here, Mr. Cohen. That has to be very disturbing to let's call it what it is hear that propaganda
5: i thank you from the bottom of my heart for your moral clarity because what we need right now is moral clarity exactly as you said i mean there's some people claim that there's a humanitarian crisis in gaza i say there's a humanitarian crisis in the south of israel hundreds of thousands of israelis had to evacuate their homes their communities because of this terror attack but here's the difference while Hamas is intentionally targeting Israeli civilians, we do every effort that we can to protect the civilians in Gaza. And let me tell you one more thing. While we try to protect the civilians in Gaza and call them, you know, just leave your homes, leave your communities, go south to protect yourselves until we finish dealing with your military, with your terrorist leadership, what the Hamas is doing is they're not only calling people to stay because they want to use their civilians as human shields, but they're actually preventing the Gazans from going down uh, and escaping from the war uh, area, from the war zone, because they want their people to be killed. They want the pictures on CNN and MSNBC. They want the pictures to generate pressure on Israel. This is the difference between a democratic, free country that is Israel and a terrorist organization that is Hamas.
4: Once again, we are joined by Enam Cohen. He, the Council General of Israel to the Midwest, uh, breaking down everything that has taken place over the past week plus uh, in his country and uh, what we can expect going forward. Uh, Mr. Cohen, we need to take a uh, real quick break. Any chance you can hang with us for just uh, one more segment? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Enam Cohen will join us again. He, the Council General of Israel to the Midwest, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARNshow. And we do have the live stream up and running on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
0: Advantage Auto Glass is your local auto glass specialist for over 20 years. Expect a lifetime warranty and no insurance hassle. Visit ReplaceMyWindshield.com ReplaceMyWindshield.com
2: Hey, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. The other day I noticed an ad for an apple pie. It showed a slice with the delicious sugary apples oozing out. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we're starting a new series where we'll share with you who we are and why we do what we do. We're a local trusted professional exterior contractor specializing in asphalt shingle roofing and seamless gutters. If you add up our collective experience and how long we've been in this industry, it's hundreds of years combined. We're small enough to take care of the little houses in St. Paul and Minneapolis and big enough to handle large churches or commercial buildings. We take a genuine interest in the work we do the estimates we send out, our customers, and most importantly, the families that live in the homes we work on. We wish the inside of our company was as yummy as an apple pie, but we found we're better at roofing than baking. Look us up at TheKingdomBuilders.com. That's TheKingdomBuilders.com. <laughs>
1: Conception. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. The Michelle Tafoya Podcast, free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. Hey,
4: welcome back. AM twelve eight of The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we want to uh, get right back to our guests. If you were listening, the first segment, uh, you undoubtedly heard the uh, very uh, pointed commentary from Council General of Israel to the Midwest, Enam Cohen, uh, joining us, uh, talking about obviously everything that has been taking place in Israel for the past eight days, and uh, perhaps what is to come. Obviously, as we alluded to, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declaring a full-scale war in the, uh, with the goal of obviously beating back. Hamas. Mr. Cohen, obviously, uh, as we I think we mentioned at the outset, you yourself uh, born in Jerusalem. You personally, obviously, deeply impacted by this. Have you been able to uh, communicate with your uh, with your family members over there?
5: Absolutely. We've been in touch with our family, with our friends. Thank God they're okay. But there is really, I have to say, I, I, I don't think that there is even one family in Israel that's not affected by the situation. You know, many people lost their relatives, their loved ones, their friends, um, or, you know, just have someone they love who got wounded or even, um, you know, is held hostage in Gaza now. Let's not forget there's around 150 civilians who are held hostage in Gaza. Mm -hmm. Hamas abducted babies, young kids, mothers, um, Holocaust survivors from the communities in Israel and are holding them hostage in the Gaza Strip, again, using them as, as human shields. And um, I think that every single person in Israel is affected by that situation.
4: And we've heard certainly stories uh, of what could be, I think, interpreted as both uh, tragic and heroic. There was one uh, couple in particular, and I imagine this may have been kind of similar stories heard about, but there's one uh, couple in particular had a young child, I believe, barely over a year old, and they, knowing what was coming Uh, hid their child in a secret uh, area within their home. And and you could certainly clarify this, Mr. Cohen, that a lot of homes are built with a lot of these secret areas. In the event these terror attacks rise up, but this couple went out and and beat back some members of Hamas. But again, it was too much, too overwhelming to where they eventually lost their lives. And thankfully, their young child has since been found safe and is uh, safe with uh, other adults. I mean, just... Hearing tales like this and what people have to go through in, in in Israel, I mean for all of the issues that we have here in our country, it just is unfathomable to me uh what people face on, on a regular basis. I mean, is that something that has been that is by law in the country of Israel that homes have to be equipped with these certain areas to be able to hide your children in event of these uh horrific circumstances?
5: Our communities in the south, um, at least some of the houses have what we call security room, exactly for this situation when rockets are being fired. Just just ima- imagine how crazy it is to have a special room in your house to you know to protect yourself if rockets are being shot at you. And these security rooms were served for, uh, were used by many families to try to hide from Hamas. In many cases, you know, it was not useful. They infiltrated and killed the families but the story you were telling about the couple that hid their baby you know in a secret place in their house i think that for many people but especially for us you know jews it brings back stories from the darkest days of in the history of our people from the holocaust mm-hmm. you know um and this is something that we cannot allow that will happen again
4: yeah absolutely and you know that's obviously a common refrain that we've heard when a lot of these atrocities have taking place uh, never again, even before this particular terrorist attack. Right. And, and obviously, uh, uh, we're seeing the, the country uh, stand, stand tall and and doing everything they can to beat this back. Uh, I want to ask specifically, you know, we hear a lot about uh, in, in this country, there certainly uh, seems to be some division. How much, I, I don't know. But uh, people protesting in, in a lot of our major cities, e- even in the years, uh, current city of Chicago, uh, standing up for the Palestinian citizens and the people of Palestine. And look, I, I mean, I, I I understand that there are civilians in Palestine do not share the abject hatred of Israel that, say, maybe other than their fellow countrymen or, or perhaps or that, that their government does. And therefore, yeah, their, their lives deserve to be spared, and, and we should definitely convey warm thoughts to them and, and hope for the best for them. So... When faced with that, Mr. Cohen, how do you make that distinction between, look, uh, Hamas obviously uh, is using, like you say, Palestinian citizens and children as as human shields, but not necessarily are they uh, citizens of Palestine or do they represent the citizens of Palestine? I mean, how do you personally make that distinction?
5: No, we absolutely make this distinction because, again, our war right now is not against the Palestinian people. It's against the terrorist organization of Hamas, right? And I think that the Palestinian people deserve better future, better leadership. The children of Palestine deserve a better future. But let me tell you one more thing. You know, this past week has probably been the most complicated, challenging, tough entire life. I'm forty-six years old, and it—I mean—so it—it was really bad. But at the same time, I got so much strength and power from the numerous um, messages of support that we got all across the Midwest, rallies of support for Israel, elected officials supporting Israel. I see the president of the United States truly committed to Israel. I see a very exceptionally united American Congress from both sides, Republicans and Democrats, with very strong support for Israel. In Minnesota, I saw the Jewish community rallies together with a lot of non-Jews who are strong uh, and close uh, friends of Israel, your governor, your senators, your elected officials. This is something that sends a very strong message of support to Israel. It is true that uh, there's also one congresswoman in Minnesota that does not necessarily uh, support Israel, but I think that this is the big exception because the vast majority are really... Um the I think moral compass is 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 there, and they understand who's who's the good guys and who are the bad guys in this story
4: once again, we are joined by council general of israel to the midwest enam Cohen talking again obviously the saga that is ongoing uh, in the country of Israel that has been ongoing for the past eight plus days. I only have a few minutes left with Mr. Cohn, but I do definitely want to get to this phone call. Uh, Mark has been a longtime loyal listener, and uh, Mark at St. Louis Park uh, has been very open about his Jewish faith, and I know he wants to weigh in on this well. Uh, Mark, go ahead. You're on the Lord of the Alliance Radio Network.
7: Fred, first of all, thanks. Great show and a great guest. I have a quick question. It might take, The answer might be too long, though. The difference between Gaza and the West Bank, why so much strife with Gaza and nothing even close to that on the West Bank? And I'll hang up and listen. Okay, thanks, Mark.
4: Mr. Cohen, if you'd like to tackle that, feel free. Yeah,
5: that's 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 a very good question. Um, as I said before, the the Gaza Strip has been for the past uh, 17 or 18 years controlled by Hamas. The two million people of Gaza are under control of a terrorist organization. So this is this is what's what's really makes a difference between the Gaza Strip and the West Bank. Who is partially controlled by the Palestinian Authority and partially by Israel, and there is a lot of—I don't want to say cooperation, but understanding that we need to contain violence. At the same time, in Gaza Strip, they don't want to contain the violence; they want—they uh, promote violence. They promote attacks against Israel. So this is the difference,
4: Mr. Goen, Obviously, you alluded to uh, the support of uh, members of our government, right down from President Joe Biden to the majority of members of. Congress even citing our elected officials here in the in the state of Minnesota. Uh, As far as uh, USA as a whole, I mean, what does the country of Israel, what can they expect or what perhaps would they prefer? Would they prefer uh, continued uh, financial aid? Would they do they uh, desire perhaps boots on the ground? I mean, what is the goal of Israel as far as America's involvement, if any at all?
5: We are overwhelmed by the support of the American administration, American elected officials, and the American people. Um, so, you know, I, I, I took part in the past week in in a few um, support rallies here in Chicago, and I spoke in others across the Midwest, and I told them the pictures, the images from these rallies are not going to be shared only here in Chicago, in Minnesota, or in the Midwest many thousands of Israelis are watching you. And you need to know that just knowing that they're not alone, that they have such a strong support from America makes them much stronger. So this is the first thing, just know that you support us. It means a lot to us. Secondly, there has been, you know, the United States is our closest and biggest ally in the world. Um, So there has been a lot of cooperation and partnership on the military side and on the I would say, diplomatic side for, for years and especially, specifically now. I think that the decision of the president to send, um, to send uh, um, you know, more Navy forces to the Eastern Mediterranean also sends a very strong message to, to our enemies in the region, because there are many radical elements in the region, in Lebanon, for example, Iran, that we, we mentioned, that are now being very tempted to join the warfare against Israel. And I think that there is a very strong American message that they should not consider that and should not dare doing that. So this is very important for us too. Um, We do not expect Americans to fight for us. We're a strong country. We'll be able to fight for ourselves. But just knowing first that we, the fact that we know, but also that our enemies know that we have the support of America makes us really much stronger.
4: Honored to have been joined uh, for these uh, past couple of segments by Enam Cohen. Again, He, the Council General of Israel uh, to the Midwest. And, uh, again, you can find out uh, more about him uh, at uh, embassies.gov.il. Uh, his uh, organ- uh, his um, office is located in Chicago. And I've also linked to his bio at uh, my blog, uh, bradcarlson.org, promoting uh, the the post promoting today's broadcast. Uh, Mr. Cohen, again, I know your time has been great demand. I've seen you've granted many media requests over the past weeks. I know uh, your your time is uh, very valuable and very precious. So we certainly appreciate you taking your time on a Sunday to join us and to convey to our listeners everything that's going on and everything that uh, you and your uh, fellow countrymen have been dealing with. Uh, God bless you all going forward. And uh, we appreciate the time today, sir. And uh, wish the best for uh, everything that is uh, occurring in your country. We appreciate it, sir.
5: Thank, thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
4: You bet. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Again, me, Brad Carlson. Uh, wow, I, I could talk to Mr. Cohen probably a couple more segments. Uh, a lot to get to, a lot more questions. I certainly had, but again, his time is precious, and uh, he's had a lot of demands. I've seen many, many media interviews that he has granted, so we appreciate that he joined us on less than 24 hours' notice. So. With that, we're going to take a break. AM of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
8: I feel so
6: tense. And worried all the time. Is this anxiety?
1: Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the
3: Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A+ plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Do you feel like your route to retirement is filled with detours and road construction? Pull over and tune into Your Clear Path to Retirement with Taylor Sundeen and Corey Zafke. Taylor's a certified financial planner and Corey's a wealth advisor. And together they founded Clear Path Wealth Advisors. They'll help you see the bigger vision of what's possible and efficiently chart your course so you can enjoy your retirement journey. Tune
1: into Your Clear Path to Retirement every Sunday morning at 8. On AM 1280, The Patriot. AM
4: 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to our show. Hope you are enjoying your Sunday afternoon thus far. Folks, we want to take a little transition now in this particular segment and welcome to the broadcast our first guest of today's program. Uh, Rick Hughes is host of The Flatline. If you've listened to AM 1280 The Patriot at all, you've undoubtedly heard the commercials for his show. If you haven't listened to his show at all, again, it is broadcast every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Again, right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Uh, what is FLOTLINE, you may ask? Well, FLOT is an acronym for Forward Line of Troops. And it's Rick's, uh, again, weekly radio show where he teaches principles from the Bible, focusing on God's problem-solving devices. Rick's, uh, Rick's broadcast currently airs on more than 100 stations across the United States, again, including right here, AM 1280, The Patriot, Sunday mornings at 730 want to talk to Rick a little bit about uh, how he got into radio and what we could expect to hear if we turn in tune in to his broadcast on Sunday morning. So with that, we're honored to welcome the aforementioned Rick Hughes. Uh, Mr. Hughes, good to have you on the broadcast today, sir. How are you?
7: Thank you, Brad. Thank you. Great to be there with you this afternoon there in Minneapolis.
4: Absolutely. And uh, you're coming uh, to us from uh, the deep south, Alabama. Is that correct?
7: That's correct, down deep South Alabama between Birmingham and Atlanta, the very near Talladega Racetrack.
4: Okay, well, we appreciate you joining us today, sir, and taking time away what uh, undoubtedly is a busy schedule given uh, all of the content that you put forth on your show and your site, which we definitely want to get to. But I am interested, Rick Hughes, in uh, your path to radio from what I understand uh, wasn't the most conventional path for you uh, to get on the radio. Tell us a little bit about that
7: no no it was not i uh, i've been in the ministry 50 plus years brad and uh primarily we spoke in high schools talk to the high school students all across the southeast mostly private schools not necessarily christian schools but private schools where you had you know large sometimes 150 sometimes 500 kids but mm. somebody once told me you don't plant the colors god does that for you you just plant the colors where the colors never flew so yeah that's what i would do and then eventually as i got older traveling became a little tougher on me and we wound wound up doing a radio show quite by accident about while making a commercial for bass pro shop really because i've always been a fisherman and always they sponsored me with a bass boat and so i was making a commercial for bass pro shop and the dj said you need to do a radio show you have a voice for radio and i didn't know what that meant but i did and and it grew from one to two to three to ten to twelve to now it's 115 stations every Sunday morning across America.
4: Yeah, absolutely, and and, and I just, I love that because you know as, uh, as we all know uh, you're you're being in ministry. God doesn't uh, call the equipped; He equips those whom He calls. And if you may not have been uh, had the radio acumen, He certainly was going to give you the way and uh, and provide that path for you. And I love it. I love it uh, seeing uh, God work in. Uh, in mysterious ways, as they say, uh, Rick Hughes. So if someone were to tune into your broadcast, the flatline, uh, which again, you could hear every Sunday morning right here in AM 1280, the Patriots seven thirty AM central time. Um, what is, uh, is it just a kind of a different content every week? Uh, what can we kind of, uh, what kind of we can expect?
7: Yeah, we, uh, we, we have, uh, not devotional and not, but it's more topical. Okay. But, uh, You know, 30 minutes, I I always say 30 minutes of motivation, inspiration, education without any manipulation. It means we don't hustle people for money. We don't sell anything. We don't ask people to join anything. We just ask them to listen. And uh, if I can verify and identify God's plan for their life, then they're free to orient and adjust to the plan. And that's my objective is to give enough of the word of God so that they can make a decision on their own, not to try to hustle them, but just to give them the information, let them decide what they want to do with it.
4: Yeah, and and, I've, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, you have a website that uh, where you provide, uh, and as you alluded to, uh, materials for free. Not looking to to peddle books, not looking to uh, have everyone uh, pledge uh, donations. Why don't you uh, maybe share a little bit about that with us?
7: Yeah, we do. We have a rather large website. Uh, it's Rick Hughes Ministries dot dot org, and uh, there you can find pictures of what we do and. There you can find all the various books that we published, and uh, we distribute these books freely without charge. And hundreds of people call from the radio stations wanting those books. And uh, we also have a list of all the shows that we played, over, over almost 1,000 shows you can listen to from the website. We also podcast. And I think the last analytics I had, we were over 1,500,000 downloads on the podcast. So wow. But uh, I hope people come to our website and check it out and order any material they may want to order. One of our latest books is called God's Grace in Aging. And as people get older, you know, I think most people that listen to the radio are not teenagers. They're mostly 50 and up, in my opinion. Right. I think God gives us special consideration as we get older, opportunity to understand that our soul never ages. Our body may age, but our soul does not. And the soul lives forever and eternity, so... It, you know, our emphasis changes as we get older, how we want to live our life, what we want to concentrate on and focus on. So I hope people check that book out, God's Grace and Aging. It's free if they want to order it.
0: Amen. Well,
4: I love it. I, we, we appreciate that. And, yeah, and by the way, folks, I have linked to uh, Rick's website on my blog, uh, bradcarlson.org, in the post promoting today's show. So if you want to check that out, uh, you can uh, link to it there as well. Uh, how about you, Rick Hughes? You personally, uh, uh, from what I understand uh, – faith was not a part of your story from day one of your life. You grew up in a single parent home, probably had some difficult moments growing up. So I guess, uh, tell us a little bit about your story and ultimately how you came to the faith.
7: Uh, no, I never went to church nobody in my family went to church. I figured people that went to church were weirdos. And, uh, I think the only time I went to church in high school was when one of our football players accidentally got killed and the coach lined us all up and took us to church. Mm. But, uh, after playing some football at the University of Alabama and then walking away from a scholarship which was stupid but you know arrogant people can't see themselves as they really are they see themselves as they think they are and I thought I was something that I wasn't I had unrealistic expectations and after about three years going down the my way highway I found up myself all frustrated and you know lonely and empty inside and, Mm-hmm. I ran into a girl that had been a cheerleader at my high school. We never dated in high school. I was busy going steady with two other girls at the same time. But uh, anyhow, this girl took me to church, and I didn't get much out of church, but she prayed for me. And after church, I went to a home Bible study and heard a guy from Africa speak, and that's where it clicked for me. And mm-hmm. he asked me, i I like to know the Lord? Anybody want to get saved? And I went up to him and I said, I need to know the Lord. And we went in the back and prayed and got on our knees and I asked the Lord to save me. And that changed my life dynamically. I, just, I didn't hear any music and I didn't hear any harps, didn't see any angels, but my life changed. And I went back to college, back to a Bible college actually, and started working with you for Christ organization, speaking in high schools. And next thing you know, over the past 50 plus years, I've spoken in more than 5,000 high school assemblies across America. And as I got older, I wasn't able to travel quite as much. I'm 78 now. Okay. And uh, so our ministry changed and the outreach changed to the radio because we're not able to travel like we used to do. I kind of have the early stages of Parkinson right now. So I'm not helpless, but uh, you still have some of those shakes and things like tremors that go with it. But anyhow, we now we focus on the radio, and it, it just grew so big. Just amazing to see it happen and to see God. You know you, you know, we don't sell commercials. And people people don't understand. How do you finance this? Well, we trust the Lord. Right. I've always seen, my pastor told me years ago, if God's in it, God will pay for it. Just do your job, keep your mouth shut, quit begging for money. Right. And so that's what I do, I just do my job, keep my mouth shut, don't ask for money. And if the Lord's in it, He pays for it, and He always has, and He always will, as long as I represent Him correctly.
4: Yeah, I, I love that story, Rick Hughes, because, you know, to to your point, if, if, if God has called you to do something, he will show you the way, he'll pave the way, and, and as you said, pay the way. And, you know, I my wife and I have been members of a church up here in the Twin Cities for 20-plus uh, for years, and they were in a building program even before we were members. I, I, I've heard the story from our founding pastor about how when the church was in a building program and they were looking to start construction— And all of a sudden there were barriers from the city, whether it was permitting or whatever else. And I remember that after the pastor got off the phone with the city about the permitting issues, he just basically hung up the phone. And I love his line. He said, well, God, I guess you've got a problem because you said you're going to pay the way and we're getting barriers at every point. So to your point, if God is calling you, uh, he is definitely going to show you the way ultimately, uh, even though there may be obstacles, even though there may be bumps in the road, I guess. Uh, that leads to my next question, Rick Hughes. Has there, During your ministry, have you ever faced uh, obstacles that you may have thought weren't necessarily insurmountable, but maybe genuinely wondering, I don't know how God's going to see me through this, but I know he will, and it's going to be interesting to see how it comes well, about. Have we, you uh, ever faced an incident like one that? Of
7: the, yeah, one of the most unusual things I ever had happen in this 50-plus years I've been in the ministry is we had one individual in the great state of Mississippi who was a contributor and over a period of uh, maybe five, six years, he contributed forty-plus thousand dollars to our ministry, you know, a thousand here and a thousand there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he called me one day and he said, "I'm in trouble." And I said, "What about?" He said, "I'm I've been running a Ponzi scheme." Oh. And I said, man. "And uh, turns out this guy had not only given me money, but given other churches money, even given the University of Mississippi five hundred thousand dollars." And he had stolen it from people by selling them fictitious land deeds. Mm. <laughs> Here's the bad part about it: we had to pay it all back. We sure. had to give every back that he gave us when the federal court said you owe that money back. And we, of course, we had already spent it on radio shows and things like that. We had no idea what he was doing, and uh, but we had to give it all back. Came up with forty-seven thousand dollars and gave it back. And the Lord gave it back to me within two or three months.
4: Fantastic! Yeah, that that is that, that is amazing to see. God move again. You don't like to uh go through adversities. They aren't a lot of fun uh to to endure, but at the same time there is a there is a part of us if you're walk if you've been walking in the faith long enough to see I know God is going to see us through and and do you think to yourself what an incredible testimony this is going to make uh, once it ultimately comes through? I mean, uh you you, do you you have that kind of faith, Rick Hughes. Oh yeah.
7: Adversity is inevitable, but stress is optional.
0: And remember amen. that
7: it's- adversity is what circumstances do to you and stress is what you do to yourself so the christian life is the most unique life in the world because there's no worry no fear no stress no bitterness you know no animosity and that's a wonderful way to live it's called let this mind be in you that was also in christ jesus philippians 2 5 that's called divine viewpoint thinking in Romans 12:3, the Bible says, uh, stop thinking of yourself in terms of arrogance beyond what you should think, but think in terms of humility as God has assigned to each one of us a standard of thinking from his word. So the whole idea about learning the Bible or learning the word of God is to change the way you think so that in humility you begin to objectively understand God's plan for your life and you quit being impetuous, you quit being, you know, arrogant and start living a different lifestyle.
4: Once again, we've been joined by Rick Hughes. Again, he, the host of the Flatline radio program that can be heard every Sunday morning, 7.30 a.m. Central Time, right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, Rick Hughes, yeah, wonderful uh, wonderful anecdotes, wonderful stories, wonderful testimonies that you've shared with us and our, our listeners today. We appreciate it so much. Uh, God bless you as you continue forward in the ministry. I know it's evolved over the years, like you said, now that you haven't been able to travel as much, you've still been able to find an outlet Uh, via radio so we definitely want to promote this venue as as much as we can so we appreciate you joining us again this afternoon sir have a uh, blessed rest of your weekend and i'll look forward to hearing your programs in the future we
7: appreciate it well thank you brad it's wonderful to be with you there in minneapolis and uh we pray for you and pray for everyone up there. great state, and thank you for letting let me talk with you today.
4: Oh, The honor was all ours, sir. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your day. Uh, AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast coming up this hour. Not on the broadcast, but this hour. Go nowhere.
6: The best
2: of me is ready to begin.
0: If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. Your smartphone is now your smart radio. There are no limitations on where you can find us. We're always on. It's liberty and truth through your smart speaker. Just
2: say, play Freedom Radio, Minneapolis. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. Hurry, supplies are limited.
1: Call now. 800-914-1358. 800-914-1358. 800-914-1358. That's 800-914-1358.
3: At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt, you think about new business all the time, and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face to face audience with key decision makers to investigate win win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager, at 651 289 4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com.
8: Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID 19. Hello, I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care and get tested. The government requires insurance companies to cover not only colonoscopy, but a range of tests, including virtual colonoscopy and other less invasive exams. Talk to your doctor about your options today. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org.
0: What is dedication? People ask, how your children learn how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I just created an environment where they taught themselves, and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
4: Hey, welcome back. I'm to the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment this hour. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, a great guests to have on uh, the first uh, this first hour here. Uh, Enam Cohen, uh, the uh, General Consulate of Israel, uh, based out of Chicago, and then Rick Hughes. Again, uh, check out Rick's website. I don't recall if I have given it or not, rickhughesministries.org. And again, I've linked to all of our guest info on my uh, blog, org on the post promoting today's show. So if you want to find out more about our guests, uh, please feel free to check us out there. Uh, you know, these, these things kind of tie together, obviously, with uh, General Counsel Cohen talking about the atrocities that are taking place in Israel. And given his role, talking about it in a very businesslike fashion, despite the fact that israel suffered what was on par with uh, as multiple 911s cuz israel's is a country of about 9 million people and given the atrocities they've suffered was it well over a thousand okay that's multiple 911s to put that in perspective when you're talking about a per capita basis and i i have to say that as myself being a person of of faith you you see the horrific images Coming out of Israel and how that just doesn't just well for lack of a better phrase, mess with your head and and break your heart and I can understand that people who may not have faith may be not necessarily atheistic but agnostic or don't necessarily know what they believe. I can understand how. That may cause them to question any belief system, or people who might be new to the faith may be questioning that faith when they see such horrific things taking place. And, you know, as, as Rick Hughes talks about in his weekly broadcast right here at AM 1280 The Patriot, I happened to catch a little bit of it the, this morning on uh, The flat line heard right here in AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. is. God's in control. Whether we know it or not, whether we understand it or not. And 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 the thing I I struggle with is you know, I want to I want to know and I want to understand why things are happening the way they're happening. And and you hear it all the time, you know, how can a God allow these senseless things to happen, you know, these children being slaughtered, I mean the horrific uh picked I didn't need to see the pictures. I didn't want to see the pictures. <clears throat> of children being slaughtered and and in the aftermath you know what how they desecrated the infants bodies and i really had to check myself because you hear people on social media you know because they 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 are so anti israel they can't bring themselves to condemn these atrocities instead they say well you know there's a lot of propaganda going on out there people are saying that these these terrorists you know they 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 decapitated these children, well, no, that wasn't done until after they were killed. I mean, honest to God, people were saying this. And my natural human tendencies were to lash out at this just despicable, what about is a more or even, let's call it what is, justification. And that's where I have to just submit every fiber of my being to my Lord and Savior and say, Lord, I I'm I'm at a loss here. I don't know what to do. And and you know what? You know what the good news is. That that's exactly what he asked for. He asked for all of us. For every fiber of our being, not just when it's convenient, not just when times are tough. And that's what I've had to learn in my nearly forty years in the faith. Is hey, it's God will welcome you with open arms and take you into His arms and give you shelter from the storm and bear your burdens with you if you're going through trials. But I've also learned that when times are good, blessed, you know, my wife and I are going through when we're going through seasons of prosperity and, and, and goodwill and and abundant blessings. I'm I, I'm very thankful. In fact my 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 daily prayers always start out for thanking the Lord for the days made and for blessing us exceedingly abundantly above what we could think or ask. And what really hit me of late, you know, is there some things I forget who who'd said it, but, you know, you occasionally see some good things on social media, right? And someone had indicated, you know, the life you're living now, the life where you're not thinking a whole lot about or maybe even taking for granted, think back. This this may be the exact time you you prayed for. You know, a time where there's where there's peace, where there's abundant blessings, where there are not uh trials, where there's not sickness or 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 death or what have you. And it's times like that, yeah, where I have to take serious inventory. So And this is just something I'm telling myself. I'm not saying this to lecture anybody else and to say, hey, you need to get your mind right. No, this is something I've been telling myself. I don't have to take on all these burdens. Do I grieve for those who lost loved ones in Israel? Oh, yeah. Especially under the circumstances which they were were taken away. But as General Counsel Cohen said, the best thing we could do is provide that support, moral support for the people of Israel because they are going to fight their own battle and and fight it they will. So uh, hope that uh, you can find comfort in our Lord and Savior because I know I certainly have. Hour number one in the books, hour number two, coming back, Mere Moments, AM 1280 to the Patriot. Northern Alliance, Radio Network, me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere.
1: Officer Tatum here, it is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of emergency alert systems, keeping you advised on threatening weather conditions and Amber Alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. At AM1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, pro-life.
3: Dan
0: Coulter has a warning that by the time Republicans wake up, to the reality of abortion politics, there will be no elected Republicans left. And Anne is right. Hate to break it to you. We have now lost in every single state on abortion issues since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Republican women are going to vote Democrat on this issue of abortion restrictions. And I hate it. I'm talking Republican women,
1: not, you know, blue haired progressive hippie women. Leave my body alone. That's what they're saying. Visit AM1280thepatriot.com. Click on hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary.
6: I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro Life Across America, please call 1 800 366 7773 or visit our website at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Pro Life Across America is non political and totally educational.
2: A baby's heart is beating 18
1: days from conception.
3: C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. A.M.
0: 3 star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military.
1: Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.